think it would be readily observed that there are moral conflicts in our society. Perhaps those conflicts are greater here because there is not necessarily a, a shared meta-narrative. There's a, a very thin set of common beliefs that can perhaps best be described as assumptions of a social contract about all human beings being created equal. But, but beyond that, there's significant moral conflict in the society in which we live and, and increasingly moral conflict between societies and within societies in the global south or anywhere else around the world. Part of the conflict arises over ethical analysis and moral assumptions. Let me just provide a brief introduction to the terms so that as you and, and I have conversations about morality, we'll be using the same vocabulary. Generally speaking, one could argue that mores are social patterns of behavior or patterns of behavior that function in social groups. Mores, these patterns, function without very much consideration. People don't think about them. Uh, there aren't rules about, at least not very often, rules about attire. People just dress in a manner similar to those around them. If a moray is challenged, then it has to be either defended or rejected, and that leads to morality. Morality are social patterns of behavior that are legitimated, that usually arises when there is an internal or external threat to a community, or, or it can happen when there are moments of revolutionary change. Allow me to use an example from the scripture, realizing, of course, that we think that the events on Sinai were events that, that occurred at the hand of God. But sociologically speaking, what was transpiring? There was a group of tribes that had made their way into Egypt and had functioned there for 400 years, a long period of time, that had been more or less subsumed into the other groups of slaves. They had a place in society, and now they were very explicitly, under a prophetic leader, rejecting that place. They were coming out, but they were not only rejecting Egypt, they were also forming a new country, or a new nationality, I should say. They were forming Israel. Now, it did exist before, and clearly Moses makes appeal to past images of Israel, but what does take place on Sinai is a giving of the law that says, these are moral behaviors, these are behaviors that will mark us as a social group. Not mores, but explicitly stated and legitimated behaviors, morality. Now, there were also ritual behaviors, but focus on the moral behaviors. When someone then steps back and does analysis of morality, we would generally call that ethics. It's thinking about, it's reasoning about, it's considering how morality, how this legitimated social behavior should or should not be judged. So, in its most basic sense, there are mores, morals, and then ethics is the reasoned analysis of the morals. The morals are the legitimation of at least some of the mores. Now, I need to toss in a side note here. 
Ethics also, in this society, is a term that gets used for professional codes. And so there is confusion. People sometimes use ethics and morality as synonyms. Sometimes they refer to ethics as uh, some expression of character. More often, though, if it's not going to be used as the analysis of morality per se, it's being used in terms of a, of a code of behavior that's required in a specific professional group or in a specific organization. As Christians, we should be involved in ethical analysis, but not for its own sake. We shouldn't be content with philosophical or, or any other kind of endeavor that doesn't finally have some kind of practical expression. And that practical expression is morality in its best sense. We do think that there are certain behaviors that have been legitimated for our well-being as a community, the community of Jesus Christ. And that morality needs to be played out very specifically in that community, reinforced by that community, and around the edges or when new issues arise, such as those in bioethics, it may require an ethical analysis that helps to explain how moral standards will get applied in new situations. Let's look at a, a practical example. If somebody is part of a church where they simply are polite to one another, just because that's how people are, say it's a country church in the hills of Kentucky, there's nothing wrong with that. That's maybe an expression of character or it may be just the mores, just the patterns of behavior for that church. But let's say a problem arises over the color of carpeting. There is then a call for moral behavior where people have to intentionally overcome their initial gut feelings about how they should treat one another and treat one another in the right way because their behaviors of civility, of kindness, of treating one another as brother and sister are morally required and legitimated, in our case, by a holy text. Let's say it goes beyond carpeting. Let's say the question is one of, of whether the church should or should not uh, support, say, mountaintop removal. It's out in the hills of Kentucky. That now calls for a rigorous ethical analysis that will help take the morality that's shared by that community and apply it in this new situation. All Christians don't need to be brilliant ethicists. All Christians do need to be truly moral persons who are truly trying to be more like Jesus Christ. <laughs>